Welcome to the Matt Mosley Show. What has kind of uh, caused you to have an interest in the legal field? I uh, I actually spent some time <laughs> in law school. I didn't quite I didn't quite make it to the finish line there. But uh, right. what, what is uh, what has kind of inspired you? Do you have family that are lawyers or, or what? No, what is, uh, no, no, what, no. no actually, I don't. Um, I like to argue. Uh, <laughs> I think that I'm right quite a bit. I think those are pretty good traits for being a lawyer. I really enjoy, I, I like things that are black and white and things that I can say, yes, that's true. No, that's not true. I can defend an argument. I can, you know, support an argument, things like that. I really enjoy that side. Um, and I like the money. I am very motivated by money. So those are two, all that kind of combination. And my brain kind of just sits with the, with the law side. So I really enjoy that. This is the Matt Mosley Show. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. And Garrett Ross, Stephen Simcox, coming back from whatever the world he's been doing tomorrow. Garrett's going to take a few days off. Well deserved, I might add. Well Thank you, Matt. deserved. I like to tell the folks at the very last second when I'm going on vacation. The problem is now, Garrett, there's this new technology. It's called a tie line app. And it allows me. Now, what you do is a little bit more involved than what I do because you have Correct. to run the board and do all those things. But I just have to talk for about an hour. Uh, and um, some would say that's hard. Some would say that's easy. Some would say I make it look hard. <laughs> but I can do it from anywhere. Oh, man. So that's good and bad, Garrett. That that sort of is a weird thing to, to do on vacations. But it's okay. It's okay. It's uh, Every once in a while, I'll just jump on, and I'll do the 3 o'clock from some other port of call. Soon it will be Chicago. Going to go check out Ooh. Chicago. In fact, I'm going to check out a uh, – there's a Sunday day game, and so thinking about taking the family to Wrigley for the first time. I've been, and I loved it. Watched, uh, I watched you, Darvish, win a game against the Cubs, and uh, it was a really. It was when the Rangers were pretty good still, uh, a few years back, and uh, and the Cubs were really good, and that, that's a that's a uh, something everybody needs to do to go see. I've seen a game at Fenway, and then seeing a game at Wrigley was really cool. And they've got like a special little song they sing, you know, Chicago Cubs song at the end of games when they win. That's kind of fun. So I I would say that those are, when you're talking about bucket list, uh, Garrett, of places you need to go, Major League Baseball stadiums, ballparks, I would say Fenway and Wrigley. And I after that, you kind of – yeah, go wherever. I mean, I went to see Yankee Stadium before they bulldozed it, and now I've been to the new one. But you know, obviously, it doesn't have the charm of the old Yankee Stadium. So those are the uh, those are the big ones. And uh, I could see a guy like you, Garrett, having some interest. Who is your Major League Baseball team? Are you a Rangers guy? I, they're starting to grow on me. I've always been kind of a Giants or Red Sox type. I, I don't really have a mm. lockdown team. Yeah. Yeah, sounds like you are kind of a bandwagon type guy. No, I wouldn't and, say uh, that. Red Sox, when they started winning those World Series, you jumped on board with them. Uh, the other thing you mentioned, going to see a San Francisco Giants game in that ballpark is something everybody needs to do. Yes, that one's a great one. Yeah, just looking out over the water. McCovey Cove, they call it. And there are boats out there. That is definitely one you want to try. So keep that in mind, everybody. I wish I could think of that Chicago Cubs theme song. It's like, go, Cubs, go, they say. But then it's like, 
there's a whole there's a whole Chicago song they do, and it's kind of fun. It's kind of after games, and they all sit up there, and all the fans sing it at the top of their lungs. That that one meant a lot to me, Garrett, because my childhood was spent. Believe it or not, before you were born, Garrett, they, they all the Rangers games weren't on every night, and um, you you could only catch like thirty games a year, and they'd be on something called HSC, Home Sports Entertainment. And before there was a Fox Sports Southwest. And so what we would do as kids, we would come home and people of my age range, which is like mid 40s, we would watch and older um, WGN. And that's where all the Cubs games were. And all of those that was before they had lights at Cubs Field. And so all those were day games. So you get home from school about three or three thirty and you'd settle in and you'd watch Leon Durham and Ryan Sandberg. Uh, Sean Dunstan over at shortstop, and that's what you'd spend your afternoons doing. And then in the evenings, you would watch on the Superstation, TBS, the Atlanta Braves. And so that's how those teams got national followings is because they were the only teams that if you had a normal cable package, every one of their games were on. So I became a huge Del Murphy fan, mainly because I could watch all his games and because he was awesome. And, um, And I still remember... All of those players and uh, Bob Horner over at the hot corner. Claude L. Washington was on that team. And then uh, I think Rafael Ramirez was over playing short for them. Claude L. was probably on first base. So I, I, I and Garrett, I'm sure there's part of you like, what's Mosley talking about? But there's a there's a portion of our listenership that's nodding their heads. Yes, right. We, we remember all of that. We remember watching the Braves and the Cubs. Is this and Cubs our, our, song, Go Cubs Go? Yeah, you want to play a little bit of it? Go, Cubs, go. Oh, here we go. Here we go. This is what they do. I, I got to hear it to make sure because I don't remember this part of it. Okay, here we go. Turn it up a little bit. There it is. Go, Cubs, go. Gonna win today. Go Cubs go. Go Cubs go. All right, that's enough. That's it though. That's that's it. Get right there. Go Cubs go. And they get that thing playing. And I don't know if they do it before the game. And then of course the to uh, people of a certain age, we remember Harry Carey. Right. And that would have been right as you were kind of. You know, you would have been a little kid if Harry Carey was still up there doing his thing, Garrett. But Harry Carey would be up there, and then he would lead that, uh, that you know, the oh man, they're, they're at the seventh inning stretch, and uh, take me out to the ball game. And he would lead, and then after he died or after he retired or whatever, he uh, he was uh, known for maybe drinking on the job a little bit. Harry Carey had a lot of fun, uh, and incidentally, it was his son uh, Skip Carey who was the voice of the uh, the uh, Atlanta Braves. So you could hear Harry Carey during the day, and then one of his sons would be uh, uh, Skip Carey would be on, uh, and then there was Chip Carey as well, who's still around doing some games for somebody. All right, there's your baseball. There's your baseball. Love it when we go back and we revisit things like that. And some sad baseball news today. No, nobody died. Nobody died. But the Bears, we were hoping – Throwing out Cam Cayley might catch him off guard a little bit. I was up this morning uh, early, kind of checking out how this game was going to go. 
Bears lose in that first game this morning to Texas Tech 11-4. All right, Tech had 11 hits. They got some big belters. Young is a great player for them, best player in the conference. He just kills the ball. I think he was named MVP. I was more interested in who from Baylor was named, but I would imagine the kid from uh, Tech was named MVP. There's also some great pitchers from Texas. So TCU, Baylor, all those teams, uh, Texas and Tech, and had, had a lot of first-teamers. Mm-hmm. We had Andy Thomas on yesterday. <clears throat> but uh, I, I know, Garrett, you were a little bit perturbed, and I had a little issue, too. I take that ESPN Plus – in most all college baseball games, I get, I, I always get them. And, and today, I, after I saw that you had posted something that, for some reason, you weren't allowed to see mm-hmm. the game, I had the same thing happen. I, I, I jumped on my ESPN Plus app, which I pay, you know, six ninety nine yep. or 7 bucks a month for, and, um, and it wasn't there. It wasn't available to me. And did you ever get an explanation on that? Uh, I was asking, talking with J-Mo about it, and he said because the game was on ESPNU, then they didn't have to put it on ESPN+. Plus. But uh, my, I thought that regardless, uh, you could still watch it on the app. But do, do you get ESPNU at your house? I don't. That's why I'd did gotten just, this, because I, I knew oh, the games were going to be no. on like the secondary channels. And I was like, yeah. well, if I have the app, then I'll be able to watch it all. And that wasn't the case. I'm going to tell you the truth about my uh, investment in this game. You know, I was I was way into it. What I do is kind of follow the game for a couple of innings, um, you know, via Twitter. And then if it's still close, you know, in the fourth or fifth inning, then I get invested. I, I jump in. And you're going to say, oh, Mosley, you're bandwagon. Oh, yeah, it's 9 in the morning. Okay, I don't wake up just immediately watching baseball. I like to ease into my day. And uh, sadly... Uh, by the middle of the second inning, Tech was up 3-0, actually 4 nothing, uh, into the third. And then in the third, uh, Red Raiders added another two and got it to 6 nothing. Okay, at that point, Baylor put Hambleton Oliver, I love that name, Hambleton Oliver on the mound. I do like looking at some of these pitchers, seeing how they're going to do, seeing what the future of the Bears is going to be. So, anyway, I pray that the regionals-type people don't hold all this against us. We're missing starting third baseman and two starting pitchers. Don't hold this against us. We had to start a freshman out there today to start this game. He's going to be a great player, but that's tough to throw him into a Big 12, you know, uh, tournament and have Cam Cayley out there. I mean, that's not easy at all. Um, Bears did score. They, they pushed across three in the seventh. All right, and that was Trey Richardson kind of kind of did that. And then it was Jared McKenzie who leads the world in batting average with a two-RBI double, all right? And that made it 9-3. That's about as close as they ever came. Final score, 11-4, the Bears lose. Garrett, thoughts? I mean, you were kind of following this thing. We had the great Andy Thomas on mm-hmm. yesterday. Loved having him on. Uh, thoughts on the Bears today? And then it's looking like that Baylor will face TCU. Do we have a time on that game tomorrow? Uh, time, I'm not aware, but, yeah, TCU is down 6-3 to three right now at the bottom of the fifth. Okay, don't count the frogs out just oh, yet. No, no, it is. It's at 9 a.m. It's at 9 a.m. tomorrow. Okay, got it. Okay. Boy, did somebody come into the office No, I just I, I, it just hit me. I remember talking to okay. J-Mo about that. Sounds like Barfield. That sounds like him. Nah. Anytime I, like, don't know a game time, I'll find out later that Barfield was very concerned. 
Why does Mosley not know that? And they have to explain to him, Mosley doesn't really know the start of any times. <laughs> he barely knows the start of the time of his own show. <laughs> it happens. But that gets Tommy all worked up, though. Why does Mosley not know that? Okay, um, let's, let's, let, me, let me check real quick while we're on this Baylor theme how we're doing in uh, tennis. Um, number 21, Adrian Boyton takes down the 10-time All-American. How can you be a 10-time All-American? You have to be in school for like five years? Yeah, that don't seem right. (laughs) Number 35, William Bloomberg. Blumberg, in dominating fashion, 6-4-6-1. It's on to the final four for Adi. Adi. I guess we got a nickname for him, Adi. So he's Adrian Boyton, but we seem to refer to him as A-D-I, Adi. All right, so let's get excited. Uh, and uh, the Bears will advance to the Final Four in singles. I'm hoping they put this on TV. I love watching this stuff on TV. And so a really good uh, Bears lost in the championship, the team match. But they are sending a singles player um, to – now, when they're, when he's ranked number 21, I, what I'm trying to figure out, Garrett, and again, I played tennis in high school, uh, but I, I can't say that I'm a true expert. You seem like a tennis I think person. That's the, I think that's the – stop it. I don't even know what that means. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't bad. I think you're calling me a country it wasn't club bad. kid or something. I, went, I was at Cedar Creek Country Club. It was not, it was not your typical country club. All right. Uh, Adrian Boyton. I, I, the courts – I think those tennis courts have been maybe washed over for several years where I grew up playing. Um, this is big, though. Number 21. When they say number 21, Garrett, I, I, I would think that's probably his ranking – in like the national right. U- USTA uh, USTA rankings, okay, like they they must rank all the college players. But this guy he beats was a ten-time All-American. This William Blumberg. So the Bears have a guy now in the Final Four. Jeez, I guess our doubles team did not make it, which is fine. I, I just. You, I, I was kind of looking to see if they got through, but I don't think they did. Man, this was this is really big time. It's starting to become a common theme for Baylor, isn't it? Final four appearances. Yeah, yeah. Let me see this. NCAA doubles quarterfinals is at five p.m. Central. That's today. Okay, so we do have a doubles team still in this. I'm glad Coach Woodson can't hear me right now. He'd be like <laughs> mostly, mostly straighten it out. Even Tom doesn't fault me for not being on top of tennis. Okay, Franson and La, Zvin La. Zvin, S-V-E-N, Zvin La and Franson. And I lo- that's the doubles team that will be playing at five today. Love this uh, Franson kid. He's tall, about 6'4", and, he, and after every point we get, he just goes crazy. Just you know, throws his arms up, flexes for the cameras, gets very excited. All right, and uh, so that's good. They're, they are in the quarterfinals tonight playing for the right to get to the final four that game that's going to happen at five o'clock and the best way i can tell you if you want to follow baylor on this uh there's a tennis one app you can download and watch some of that all right there was a funny thing i wanted to show you garrett real quick while we're talking spring sports this is the i think this is the sark had this up here uh that gummit somebody had this anyway sarkeesian is now on the record saying that he's been in a hotel room for about, you know, however many months since he's been hired as the Texas head coach. And all he does is watch the um, 
the Longhorn Network, and he's watched the spring sports just dominate for the horns and, um, and said that it's, it's helped him realize where the standard is at the University of Texas, where the standard is. So you like that, Garrett, the University of Texas football coach? I think, is that I, what Darryl, <laughs> I think that's what Darryl Royal used to be. He used to just kind of hang around, watch all the spring sports, the late, great Darryl Royal. But Sark, the man, the myth, he's been watching all these spring sports, and he's inspired, and he's ready to, to take that to the field this fall when those Texas Longhorns run out there at DK Memorial Stadium. I think that's just a well-played political statement, and, and that's probably the only channel available in his hotel room. So he's just that's, he has no other options. <laughs> Oh, They're really man. proud of that channel, man. I would say so. I would say so. And uh, they've netted some money off that thing from ESPN. And for a while, that thing was, I don't know, five five to $15 million a year they were getting from that deal that they did. Good for the Longhorns. It has been a great spring for the Texas. Been a great spring for the Bears. Bears uh, win the national title in basketball, win the national title in acro and tumbling, play for the national title in tennis, the women get to almost match play. Uh, they got pretty far. Women's golf. And then um, anything else I'm missing? Lady Bears could have won, but they got um, the refs got interfered with that one. Almost made it to the final four. And then we lost Kim. Don't get me started on that. I wasn't touching that one, but that's all you. Everywhere I go, it comes up. Like at lunch today with my buddy Baylor, my buddy Craig. <sighs> Big Baylor Bear. It came up. Yesterday, as I was with a regent, a regent at Baylor, that topic came up. It's still a very popular topic. I'm going to get you a lady, get, a lady Tiger shirt. Let's stop it. I do not want to hear any more about the Lady Tigers. In fact, I'm rooting against Mike the Tiger. Don't do that, Matt. <laughs> Leave Mike alone. I love Mike the Tiger, the live mascot. But I do want to brag on the Bears that our sanctuary for the Bear uh-huh. On campus, have you ever taken the kids over to yeah. see the bear, uh, the bear pit? We used to call it. Yep, it's called I take like them now the bear habitat. Um, it's got like a name, but I can't think of it. But anyway, it 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 just got named by the ADA or whoever that is, the National uh, Association of like Aquariums and Zoos, whatever that means. And they just named it like one of the great habitats. It got like the top ranking you huh. could get. That's cool. All it's right? a nice setup. Yeah, it is. It is. Used to be the bear could occasionally kind of get out and walk around campus. <laughs> Stroll around with the Dr. Pepper. <laughs> oh, I used to, man. When when I was a kid, oh, that was fun. You'd look down on the field, and the bear would have a Dr. Pepper bottle, drinking the Dr. Pepper. And then PETA decided that maybe Dr. Pepper and crowds were not good for bears. Can you believe it? I mean, it might have something to do with some diabetes or something. We don't know. Let's not. Do not try to get medical on this. Don't okay. act like you know anything about <laughs> bears. All right, it's Mosley and Ross. Ross, boy, he is he is right now dreaming of an upcoming vacation. Let's try to keep him focused. And next, we will talk about one of the funniest things going on in the NBA, and it includes the Dallas Mavericks putting it on one of the Los Angeles teams. We break it down and discuss next. 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Partly cloudy skies tonight with low temperatures falling to 71 degrees. It'll be partly sunny tomorrow, meaning more clouds than sunshine. It'll be humid with a high of 88. And on Friday, partly to mostly cloudy with a 40% chance of showers and thunderstorms and a high of 85. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. It's on to Oklahoma City and the Big 12 Baseball Tournament for Coach Steve Rodriguez and the Bears. The Bears back in action Thursday morning in Oklahoma City against either TCU or Kansas State. 8.45 for the warm-up show, 9 a.m. first pitch Thursday. Baylor Baseball from the Big 12 Tournament in Oklahoma City. Right here on ESPN Central Texas. Alan Samuels is celebrating the Jeep Memorial Day sales event. It's an exciting time for the new Jeep Renegade Latitude with up to $5,750 in values or 0% for 84 months. Jeep Renegade Latitude built tough as nails. And you don't want to miss the Jeep Memorial Day sales event going on now. Alan Samuels, the award-winning customer service Central Texas dealer. Located at 201 West Loop 340. Alan Samuels is your friend in the car business. Come by. Let's be friends. Don't you wish everyone spoke about you the way your mom does? You know, it's no wonder this guy made his mama proud. She always wanted him to be a doctor. Hi there, I'm the Foundation Doctor. That's Ronnie Weathorn, the Foundation Doctor. My team and I have accumulated over 70 years' experience dealing with Central Texas soils and foundations. We're always honest with you and would never suggest work you don't need. If we say we can fix it, we will. And our warranties, well, they're the best in the business. We treat your home like it's our mom's in hopes that you will speak as highly about us as she does. If you think you need foundation repair, you're in good hands with the doctor. If you don't believe me, just ask my mom. Give us a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls, the foundation doctor will make a house call. Graduation season is upon us, and Morrison's Gifts has the perfect gift to commemorate the graduates' great accomplishments. Since 1979, Morrison's Gifts has been Waco's gift store for personalized graduation gifts. John Hart ID wallets, duffels, laundry bags, and luggage for guys and gals, Consuela purses, and accessories, just to name a few. Always free gift wrapping and shipping to center next to Jason's Deli. Come join us. Helmet Aerospace, situated in Waco for 48 years and now hiring for several positions. Helmet produces fasteners for industrial applications such as transportation, renewable energy, and automotive. Helmet Aerospace is looking for production technicians, quality engineers, machining techs, maintenance electricians, and more. Most positions require a mechanical aptitude or background, and all jobs require a high school diploma or GED. Helmet Aerospace offers a complete benefits package from day one. Go to howmet.com slash join us. Search Waco for a complete listing. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. The Dallas Mavericks took a two-game series lead over the Clippers last night at the Staples Center, 127 to 121. Luka Doncic finished the game with 39 points, seven assists, and seven rebounds. After the game, Mavs head coach Rick Carlisle talked about the importance of keeping up this intensity. These guys know what it's about. Frankly, we didn't have to get into a lot of cliche type stuff. Our guys are hungry to compete. 
You know, they're hungry to play for each other. We've done that well for the first two games. And again, you know, the, the challenge is always, you know, when you win a game or two games in a playoff series to keep up this level of intensity and this level of fight. Game three will be this Friday at Dallas starting at 8.30 p.m. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Mosley, Garrett Ross with you until 4 o'clock today. And that's game time. Tom, well, you never know what Tom. I wish Tom would share with me sometimes, Garrett. Like, what do, I mean, you're on with Tom. What, do you, what does he have up today? I'd like to tease some of these things. Like, Tom's got this guy or that guy. What's he got lined up today? So today at 415, I'll have Derek Smith, uh, play-by-play for Baylor Baseball. Okay, at, I like him. I like 4, him. <laughs> at 430, you have Alex Scarborough from ESPN.com. He had that really interesting article right now about the active tampering going on in college football. Uh, then you have Randy Smith, the Crawford baseball coach at 5, and John Machoda from The Athletic at 5.30 talking Cowboys OTAs. I mean, when, when, do you and, when do you and Tom ever talk? I mean, my gosh, that's a monster list of, of guests. My goodness, that is – Garrett, that's good. I, I wish you'd book some of these people for us. <laughs> I'm starting to get jealous. Okay, uh – we had that game last night. No, you know I just like talking. I know. I don't know. Uh, but uh, by the way, if you want to, if you want to talk to us or you want to text us on the CNC Collision Line two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Again, that's two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Now I was trying to check in because that Adrian Boyton has finished with tennis now, and I thought, what if we could get him on? What if we could get Adrian Boyton on? But I, I think I've kind of waited too late. I'm giving them like 10 minutes notice, Garrett. So I'll, I'll, I'll stay tuned. Stay tuned for that one. It was great to get Andy Thomas on yesterday before that game against the Red Raiders. Red Raiders are a great bait. That's a, you know, all, no offense to the Red Raiders because you're going to think this is backhanded. But you truly are a baseball school. But you're great at it. Like, don't think, oh, man, Mosley's taking a shot at us. No, no, no. They, you're great at it. Like, right now, eh, we coming off a rough football season. Uh, you'd have to say Baylor winning a national title in basketball is, is more of a basketball school. I mean, I know deep down we want to think of ourselves as a football school, but we better get back to winning before we do that. I mean, right now I think people think of us as a basketball school. Texas Tech is a baseball school. Don't take that the wrong way because that's an awesome program. I love that Tech program, Tim Tadlock and that – field they have out there every they're the envy of everybody oklahoma state went out and built a new i wonder how oklahoma state gets money now because that's um, a good point boone pickens t boone pickens died a couple of years ago the great t boone pickens the man gave millions if not billions of dollars to oklahoma state is it as a state does this widow still give money i mean where does oklahoma state do they have other donors i've never heard of any other donors at oklahoma state i thought t boone just did it all all right, uh, we'll talk a little NBA. Um, I, I got I got my eyes on this Jazz Grizzlies game tonight. Grizzlies got the Jazz in that first game. Donovan Mitchell comes back. There was some controversy. That's going to be fun. You were just hearing um, on that Sports Center. Well, Garrett had a good clip in there from uh, Rick Carlisle. I mean, I like hearing that. Um, 
oh, they can't do it. They almost, he was trying. Our, our SID was trying to get the great Adrian on, but I just didn't give him enough notice. Okay, um, but but the, the Mavericks last night, Garrett, that's just fun. When you see a team, and, and there was no defense in that game. None. There was a little bit in the second half, but at, at halftime it was 73-71 Clippers. And then the Mavs go up by 14. Now, I thought when that late run happened, and it was like a four-point game suddenly, I thought all oh, those missed free throws, they're like nine for 20 from the free throw line. No, usually that's only if you have someone like Shaq on your team or Dwight Howard, you know, you're hack-a-shacking people. Yeah, that doesn't happen to most people. There's no reason the Mavericks, they don't have bad free throw shooters. There's no reason in the world they should go nine for 20. But they answered. And I would say, I mean, Luca was Luca, 39 points. I love the trash talk. Oh, I do he, too. He, he's constantly telling people, you can't, you're too small. You're too little to guard me. And when Beverly gets up on him, Beverly's such a fake. He's such a fake tough guy. He loves to get up in everybody's face and act like he's doing something. He had that one good little run at one point in that game. He had a steal, and I thought, oh, don't let this guy get excited. And by the end of the game, they'd send him back over there like a little pooch, like a little puppy. Go back over there. Get out of our hair. Stop yipping. Stop yipping at us. You go back over there and sit. And the Mavs, they did not get a good performance last night from Dorian Finney-Smith. What they did get was, I mean, the, Tim Hardaway Jr., and I wish people would stop. I heard a guy last night say something like, he's not his dad. Whoever's doing that game said, he's not as good as his dad, but he's good. I was like, shut up. I think that was on ESPN that's last night. That's ridiculous. Hey, that's true, but we don't need to say it. We don't need to always compare him to his dad. This guy can flat out play. And sometimes he hits threes, and sometimes he goes in there and hits floaters, and they couldn't stop him. And he hit a huge three. They get it to four. He hits a three to get it to seven with about a minute 30 or minute 14 left. And they just had to, at that point, they were, they were kind of cooked. Paul George did what he always does. Okay? He, he, he you know, gets about 10 late to make it look like, oh, Paul George. You know, if you just look at a box score, Paul George, look at that. Scored 28 points. Come on. Come on. That was Kawhi. Kawhi had 32 points in the first half. He was awesome. We're at 30. I think he had 30 even. Ends up with 42 or 41 points, and it wasn't enough. It was not enough. They're not getting enough from the others. I mean, I, the bottom line is if you suddenly are depending on Reggie Jackson to do something for you, that's a lot to depend on. Right, Marcus Morris Jr. is a pretty good player, but if, but if you're really needing to lean on him in crunch time, that's not a good place to be. So – what they're doing is missing one of the great six men in the history of the league. That for some reason they sent Lou, they let Lou Williams walk. I don't know if they traded him or what. Suddenly Lou Williams is playing for somebody that kind of shocked me. I saw this the other day. Who's he playing for? The, the Hawks or somebody like that? I thought it was it's the like, Suns. Why, I could be wrong. Why would you ever? I think it's the Hawks. Why would you ever let Lou Williams leave your team? I know he left the bubble to go have wings at a topless place. Oh, by the way, our man. Christophs Persingas was caught going to a uh, a topless club, a strip club. Hate to see it. You hate to see it. Uh, you know, people are adults. They can do what they want to do. But you, you, the NBA has rules against this. Fortunately, he was not suspended. He was just fined $50,000. Well, LeBron was wasn't. Ex- well, now LeBron, 
don't get me going on this. Le- LeBron went to some kind of public function that apparently he, everybody there was supposedly vaccinated. I get it. There's a double standard for LeBron. If LeBron had gone to the strip club, they would have celebrated him for going to clear his mind. They would have said, great job, LeBron. Good job clearing your mind. He's helping with tuition. Kristaps go, and they lead him out of there in handcuffs. Like, Kristaps, we're going to throw you. We're going to deport you. We're going to send you back to – he's not from Slovenia. Where's he from? What's the one next to Russia, like right on the edge of Russia? Um – Kyrgyzstan? No, that's Borat. Anyway, um, he's from one of those countries, like right kind of on the edge. It's always getting into it with uh, Russia. Latvia. La- Crimea. Latvia? No, that's what it says. I don't know. Latvia? Latvia. No, there you go. You sound like Simcox. Look, I'm, I'm from Oglesby. I don't know how to pronounce things. I know. I know but just say just per, just but learn. Here, here's your here's your learning chant opportunity. Okay. Latvia. Latvia. There you go. One time, Stephen said, uh, "My my favorite Stephen one was, uh, you remember that you play? You know where Toronto, the Raptors play? Right. You yeah. know the name of that? I don't know their. It's, no. It's called Scotia Bank. Scotia Bank. Right. Had, like Nova Scotia. Yeah. He had it as Scotia. I like that. I like it because I listen. I do the same thing. I'm from Kaufman, Texas. I can't say much. Um, although I'm very proud of that. And uh, in Kaufman, we were in the news for something recently. I think it was actually positive." Um, it's uh, Mosley and Ross doing our thing. Let's hear. Let's. I want to hear a little bit from Luca, um, and and we've uh, uh, Garrett's done a good job of going back and listening to all this. Also, last night I stayed up late and I listened to Barkley, and Barkley had some really good stuff to say. Did you Did you notice that Garrett? My me quoting Barkley. Boy, that I got a lot it. of play out there. It did. Kind of. All I did was quote him. Hey, boy, people went crazy. I mean, you never know what's going to – I thought I had a good joke during the game. I said – I said, when Kristaps was making those threes, I said he's making it rain. I thought that was going to get some uh, traction after what, you know, after what he got fined for, but it didn't really do much for me. <laughs> All right, um, here is Luca on <laughs> – I like this – saying he didn't know the Clippers had tanked to get the fourth seed to play the Mavericks. Luke, I know you come into every playoff situation, postseason situation motivated, but when you see the Clippers lose intentionally to kind of set themselves up for a matchup with you, does that give you extra juice, extra motivation that maybe they're setting themselves up for a situation they can't dance their way out of? No, I didn't, I didn't even know they were doing that. Uh, so, but uh, Somebody told me in the first game, but not really, you know. If you want to win a championship at the end of the day, you got to win against everybody. So I don't think... That that makes a big statement, but you know we just go out there and play. <laughs> Somebody told me the first game. I like that. Somebody informed me last night. Dirk was there. Dirk and his wife. I don't know who else was with them, but they were up there sitting right behind the uh, the cut up posters or whatever. Had a, it looked like they gave him a little private section. Y'all don't go down there and bother Dirk. Just let Dirk and his wife enjoy the game. And when was it late in the third quarter? I mean, the, the guys on TNT were calling it disrespectful. That was hilarious when Luca pulls up with a one-footed fall-away three right in somebody's face. I can't remember who ran over there. It was either Beverly or Rondo or somebody, but he just buried one. <laughs> it was so good. And you could, and they showed Dirk standing up, applauding. It looked like he was laughing. I mean, how great is that? 
He got to play one year with Dirk, and now Dirk turns it over to him. And for the next 10 years, we get to watch greatness. We get to watch Luka greatness. And the funny thing about it is Dirk, early in his career, was accused of being soft. It wasn't fair, but it was just because he was tall and thin and he was European. And we we didn't think of Europeans as being tough guys. And Luka, man, Luka will score and then get right in somebody's face. And then he barks at people on the sideline. He's got some Reggie Miller in him, okay? He's got some Michael in him. Uh, He's got a little chippy. He's got a little bark to him. I love it. I absolutely love it. All right, let's hear also, this is Rick Carlisle, coach of the Mavs, talking about how the game was won in that third quarter. I thought the key to the game was how we came out in the third quarter. And in the third quarter, uh, our two best players, Luca and KP, really stepped up their defense, and it set a completely different tone in the second half. Um, you know, to, to be able to hold them to 19 in the, in the third quarter, uh, you know, that set us up for an opportunity to win the game. So Luca and KP at the defensive end, you can talk about, you know, all of Luca's spectacular stuff um, offensively. Uh, KP did some really great things offensively, but those two guys defensively uh, were the difference in the third quarter. All right, there it was. Defensively, Porzingis climbed up that pole and made a block. You're not giving me anything for that, Garrett. That was. Uh, that was good. He, that was good. He, he, I know. You can't just sit in silence, though. <laughs> uh, he, but, no, he did that one. That was a beautiful block. He went right up there and challenged. Sometimes I don't like it when – he gets blocked inside. He's seven three. You got to go up strong, big man. Did you ever look it up to see if he's from Latvia? He's yeah, it said he's from Latvia. Is that right? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, I I that game was fun last night. I'm just glad we don't have to watch. You know, I was able to check out immediately of that Celtics. Celtics are just embarrassing. Did, did you? Didn't you pick the Celtics I, look, to win this series? I, it was wishful what an thinking. Embarrassment that is. It was wishful thinking. They have no chance, man. It was bad. I, I guess okay, I, was, I, I, I let my emotions get to me. I didn't want to see Brooklyn do it. It was like seventy-eight to fifty or something at halftime. You can't watch that. It was embarrassing. So I had to get it off that, and then I watched some Lakers, uh, Suns. Oh, poor Chris Paul. Will he come back? Will he not? Oh, this is going to be that series where it's all about can he go, can he get through it. And I got to say, last night, Suns hung in there and came back and gave the, gave the um, Lakers a battle. And if you, whether you love him or hate him, okay, and I know a lot of people don't like LeBron, some people love him. Well, they were up like one point or something late. And he, I'm trying to think who they had on him. I mean, they were guarding him pretty well. I mean, the guy was sticking right on him. Maybe been Cam, not campaign, but the other Cam. Anyway. They, he put some kind of turnaround fall away on him that was it may have been uh, Crowder, for all I know. And it was the dangest thing. That dude at age whatever he is, 36, mm-hmm. he's still awesome. Now, again, there'll be points in the game where he's not awesome. And, he, and he's only – I've noticed he's been scoring like 21 points. Our man Anthony Davis kind of finally stepped up, hit a big three late. But when the game's on the line, who do you want shooting? LeBron shooting a three. Or LeBron shooting a turnaround. I mean, I what I'm saying is to those of us who watch Michael, even as he aged, and I'm talking about those last couple of titles, this is what LeBron's doing. 
I mean, LeBron is is hitting turnarounds at age 36. I mean, Michael's basically the only one who ever did that. You don't you don't do that in the NBA. You don't display greatness at age 35 or 36. It's crazy. And LeBron's doing it like it's nothing. All right, lots to get to. Oh, man. And oh, 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 Garrett's just working for that weekend. Working for that That's early, right. long weekend. He's going to have Thursday through Monday. I've offered to work Memorial Day. All right, I've offered to work it, and I don't know if they're going to take me up on it or not. I've offered to cover everybody's shift. So we'll see how that goes, Garrett. But uh, Good luck with that. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be fun. Um, we're going to now uh, – we, there's a lot. There's a lot we need to discuss. I mean, this Mavs thing was big, but we've got some Dallas Cowboys for you. And the controversy yesterday: Are you okay with Jalen Smith taking Tony Romo's jersey? Are you fine with it, or do you think they should have protected Romo, the great Romo? We hear from Dak. We hear from Jalen Smith. We do it next. Recently on the John Moore Show. Thought about this and told a couple people in the press box yesterday. People have asked, man, what's it like to do a national championship game? What's mm-hmm. that like? And I said, it's great. I mean, there's nothing like that uh, professionally. I said, but you know what? You've got to do a lot of Baylor Prairie View A&M games before you get to a national championship game. And then last night, I find myself sitting there doing Baylor and Prairie View A&M. Tune in to the Voice of the Bears weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Alan Samuels is celebrating Jeep Memorial Day sales event with an exciting time for the new Jeep Cherokee Latitude or Lux with up to 5000 in values or 0% for 84 months. The new Jeep Cherokee Latitude Plus or Lux is built tough as nails and the Memorial Day sales event is going on now. Jeep, a great SUV. Alan Samuels, the award-winning customer service Central Texas dealer. The best place to get your next SUV. Located at 201 West Loop 340. Alan Samuels is your friend in the car business. Come by. Let's be friends. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel & Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel & Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. My house has a new glow. I love my windows. is here and many of you are realizing it's time to replace those old windows before the hot weather gets here. Call Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas and schedule an in-home consultation where you can discuss your specific window needs with an expert team member. Universal's exclusive Unishield windows are sealed with Duralite. That's a non-metal spacer that has life expectancy five times that of other systems. And they're offering 0% financing for 60 months. That's 0% financing for 60 months. Contact Universal Windows Direct of Central Texas for a free in-home estimate universal windows central texas.com that's universal windows central texas.com or call 254-301-7760 and be sure and check out their great google and angie list reviews i love my windows they've got that brand new home effect universal windows direct 
Graduation season is upon us, and Morrison's Gifts has the perfect gift to commemorate the graduates' great accomplishments. Since 1979, Morrison's Gifts has been Waco's gift store for personalized graduation gifts. John Hart ID wallets, duffels, laundry bags, and luggage for guys and gals, Consuela purses, and accessories, just to name a few. Always free gift wrapping and shipping to anywhere. That's Morrison's Gifts, a proud Baylor alumni-owned business in the Brazos Place Center next to Jason's Deli. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Garrett Ross with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Check them out online at McAdamsRoofing.com. The Dallas Mavericks took a two-game series lead over the Clippers last night at the Staples Center, 127 to 121. Luka Doncic finished the game with 39 points, seven assists, and seven rebounds. After the game, Mavs head coach Rick Carlisle talked about the importance of keeping up this intensity. These guys know what it's about. Frankly, we didn't have to get into a lot of cliche type stuff. Our guys are hungry to compete. You know, they're hungry to play for each other. We've done that well for the first two games. And again, you know, the the challenge is always, you know, when you win a game or two games in a playoff series to keep up this level of intensity and this level of fight. Game three will be this Friday at Dallas starting at 8.30 p.m. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Your home for the Dallas Cowboys, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show presented by Central National Bank. Here's Matt Mosley. Well, we've got such great sponsors. Our partnership with Central National Bank has gone on for a good long while now. And uh, they're just great folks. Joe Nesbitt. The Nesbitt family, uh, Tom, his brother. I think Tom's closer to my age. Uh, maybe an e-dog at Baylor. Joe may have been, too. Um, speaking of e-dogs, our new lawyer, the official lawyer, uh, is an e-dog, Craig Cherry. I say e-dog. I'm sorry. S-A-E. We all went to Baylor to, around the same time. And so it's just awesome. These guys now have uh, gone on to great banking careers and legal careers. And uh, Craig Cherry is a uh, huge, uh, prominent lawyer. And he's joined this new firm, but Craig's still operating right there out of Waco and uh, was with a very prominent firm for many years there in Waco and now is uh, part of his own firm. He's a partner, and, uh, boy, it's a big one. It's a big one. So we appreciate having him. And then Central National Bank continues to get it done, um, and, and they just do so much for us. The executive vice president, Brian Fonville, is a huge part of the show. Uh, sometimes they'll come on with us. They, they handle our graphics sometimes. It's why our uh, social media looks so good, because Brian handles a lot of that with the help, of course, of Garrett Ross. If Garrett wouldn't go on all these vacations. I'm sorry, Garrett. You've probably been on one in the last two years. But um, yeah. this is uh, this Central National Bank is one of the great commercial banks in the country, and uh, we are just proud to be associated with them. And they also do these accounts for students. And if you got a student going to Baylor, Mary Harden Baylor, or any one of these JUCOs around here, got some great community colleges, and you you kind of want your kid to have some independence, but but then have a banker they can get in touch with. Well, how about Central National Bank? Keep them in mind because they do that, and they've got some great savings plans and some checking accounts for students in particular, even like high school kids. Hey, get them get them started now with being responsible, so they don't end up like Mosley in his forties, still you know. Doesn't really know what balancing the checkbook means. All right. Um, it is time <clears throat> to discuss the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Garrett, yesterday 
we have some people texting in. Mm-hmm. And, again, if you want to text in, it's 254-662-1660. Do you have any problem with number nine not being set aside for Tony Romo? It will now be the number of Jalen Smith. And Jalen's going to have to spend about four or 500000 to make that happen. He doesn't have to pay Tony. He has to pay for all the number 54s in stock with the NFL. He's got to buy that out so he can be number nine. Why does this man want to be number nine? Well, it's his college number. Maybe, you know, I'm sure it has special significance. We can hear from him a little bit on this front. Do you sense, Garrett, that the people of Central Texas, and they can sound off if they'd like, okay? I don't want to hold them. I don't want to, you know, put up any roadblocks here. Again, 254-662-1660. Do you sense, though, from our, our responses yesterday, Garrett, that people have a problem with this number nine situation, uh, with with uh, Jalen Smith becoming number nine? No, I mean, uh, the, the grand consensus here is that it, it I guess because Romo – uh, I mean, like JC says, he was pretty average, right? So he doesn't have a problem with Jalen taking over the number. I think that due to the lack of the success for Romo in the postseason, whether that is fair or unfair, and it's kind of be the dark cloud over this where it's not that big of a deal, as whereas to the, if it was number eight, per se. Doesn't Jalen have about the same amount of uh, playoff wins that Romo has? <laughs> Don't answer that. Don't answer. I'm just being mean. I'm sorry. I like Tony. I like Tony's career. But uh, the man just did not pile up a lot of playoff wins, and and sometimes we measure these careers by championship rings. Why is Tom the greatest of all time? It's the rings. It's not all the yards. It's not all the touchdowns. It's the rings. The ring is the thing. And now he's gone and done it in Tampa. I'm sorry. You could say, well, Matt, I used to watch Unitas. Matt, what about Montana? I loved all those guys. I didn't really – I wasn't – not old enough to have seen Unitas, but I was old enough to watch Joe Montana when I was a kid. I remember him, but uh, I'm sorry. Tom Brady has surpassed all of them. I mean, the great Aikman, the great Stallback. Of course, those people mean more to me because I grew up a Cowboys fan. <clears throat> but as far as the greatest of all time, the GOAT, it has to be Tom Brady. All right, we do have some folks calling in and texting in on that CNC collision line, 254-662-1660. Garrett, did you say Charlie was on the line? Yeah, that's right. All right, Charlie, you're on with Mosley and Ross. What uh, what do you have to say, sir? Hey, I love Tony Romo. He was a great player. Love him as an announcer. I mean, the guy's making a fortune. He was a great player, a great escape artist. He never won anything. As Dale Hansen says in his retirement article I read recently, I guess i got to finally retire. I've been waiting on the Cowboys to win a Super Bowl for 25 years, and there you go. <laughs> That's right. Hansen, uh, the famous WFAA Channel 8 in Dallas-Fort Worth. A lot of people in Central Texas get that channel, so they're familiar with Dale he is retiring. That'll happen officially in September. But uh, We have a great that- point here, Matt, on the text line. Oh, go ahead. Go so ahead. David Bass chimed in. And he said, why would Jalen spend that much money if he there's a possibility that he might not even be with the team next year? Yeah, I, it, it's from a marketing standpoint, a guy that just saw them take a middle linebacker and then Keanu Neal's going to play linebacker. 
I don't know if this is the wisest amount of money spent. Now, maybe he thinks he's going to have a great year, and and he's going to be around here for a couple more years, and he'll sell a lot of number nine jerseys. And he just may, and maybe he thinks he's going to play better with that single digit. Now that they're letting them have single digits, the linebackers. We have another but, one too that that's taking the same approach from a two five four seven one five number. It says you know the better question would be why would you spend that much money if you know you're not going to be there? So I, I mean, it, there's a really valid point. I think so. David Bass, man, I, I had a, a professor Bass that taught public speaking at Baylor. I wonder if that's Mr. I wonder if that's Professor Bass, Doctor Bass out there. I don't know if that's the same David Bass. Baylor also had a. Uh, had an offensive lineman last name Bass at one point. I can't remember his first name all of a sudden. But, uh, the uh, yeah, David Bass. Good to hear from David Bass. Good to hear from all of you guys. Are we running out of time? i got to look at my – okay, we got a little more little time. Bit, we got bit. a little more time. All right, let's actually hear now. we got a lot of people chiming in on this. Um, well, let's see. Let's see what Jalen Smith, the linebacker for the Cowboys. Uh, Garrett has been busy. Digging up some of this audio that was uh, we, we, we secured yesterday. And here is Jalen Smith talking about continuing the legacy of number nine. First and, first and foremost, just a, a, a blessing and an honor uh, to, to be able to uh, carry on the nine legacy. Um, you know, Tony Romo did an amazing job of um, just being elite um, and, and, and putting together great success for, for the Cowboys franchise. Um, you know, as you, as you know, new players coming in, you know, always getting an opportunity, um, you know, to sometimes carry on legacies. Um, and, and, and that's the opportunity that the Jones family granted me um, with, with wearing number nine. Uh, so it's definitely a blessing. Uh, it's been a part of my life. Um, been wearing number nine since I was nine years old uh, through Pee Wee, middle school, high school, college, um, all American games, you name it. Um, number nine is a part of me, so uh, it's really a, just a, a blessing to be able to, uh, to to continue the legacy. All right, Pee Wee. Oh no, I guess that's what we do now. Just like, uh, well, the guy played uh, had number nine in high school. Let's let's let him have a number. Uh, I would say the Manster. It opens back up one of the greatest players in the history of the Dallas Cowboys, Randy White, the Manster himself. Oh, part of those great doomsday defenses. Ed and Harvey and Dutton and the Manster. God, the Manster came in. He was uh, he was a uh, unbelievable draft pick out of Maryland. I believe he played at Maryland back in the day. I don't think there was one of those draft classes that they called the Dirty Dozen, and that was an unbelievable draft class. In about 1975, they had a draft class, and I think Bob Brunig and many others were part of that one. But uh, the, the Manster was one of the greatest of all time, and he's in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And now his 54 jersey is available once again, and uh, Jalen Smith going with a number nine. Now, when you think, okay, could Jerry and, and Steven have, have blocked this? Yeah, they could have. They could have said, no, we're going to keep that for, uh, for Tony. Why do you think they did this? Well, here's the reason. I think... And, again, this guy makes a lot of money. He got a nice contract extension a couple of years ago. When Dak was waiting for his, Jalen kind of jumped in line. I, I think, Garrett, whether you like this or not, I think this is a motivational tactic. The guy wants his old jersey. 
It'll make him feel more like himself. He still, you know, he had this uh, this oh, this unbelievable injury that he's 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 mostly overcome. I I I find this I find this fascinating. I find I, I, this this whole scenario I find absolutely uh, fascinating, and and I think what they're trying to do is say we support you, and we're hoping this uh, even I think they even think getting Micah Parsons in here will not only motivate Jalen, but Vander Esch. These guys know they're playing for their jobs. So I, I think that's I think that's my, my thoughts on things, Garrett. That's valid. I, to me, I mean, if you need to be motivated, if you're a professional and you need to be motivated by a number to play better, you probably need to check your priorities or, you know, something. You dig a little deep in within yourself because at that level, I mean, a number shouldn't matter. But I, at the same time, I don't a have a problem. To them. Okay, but I mean, some of these guys, let's give them – when they come from other teams and all this kind of stuff, so it means a lot to them. Let's give them a, let's give them a break. Let's give let's give Jalen a chance here, okay, Garrett. Let's stop making okay. fun of we'll him see and let and let's see you know see what he does. All right, Boyton wins for uh, the the uh, Baylor has to play another oh, another tough body clock game. Did TCU end up losing? Is that game still going? Have you looked? They were down six three, so Baylor was going to play either TCU or K State tomorrow. It's tied right now. Oh, it's tied no. in the bottom of the seventh, 6-6. Six, six. Oh, no. TCU is up to the plate with no outs. I'm really hoping they play the Frogs. People say, well, why, Matt? Because that'd be a tougher game. Yeah. It'd make your, it'd make your uh, resume look better. Help that RBI. Beating the Frogs would be better than beating K-State. Let's go, Frogs. Let's go, Frogs. I'm saving First that. Time, that's the only time you'll ever hear me say that. I'm, gonna, I'm saving that one. <laughs> If you record that, I really will. I'm going to not let you go on this this East Texas vacation. <laughs> All right. All my best, Garrett. Give Tommy my Thanks, best. Beth. My gosh. Y'all got 17 guests lined up. I guess I need to get back to the grindstone tomorrow. Get some guests. Uh, y'all have a good one. Give Tommy my best. Game time is 4 to 6. And then Garrett's out. And Stephen Simcox, my, my long-lost pal, will be back Thursday and Friday. Everybody have a great one. We'll see you tomorrow. 3 o'clock, God willing, creeks don't rise.